All right, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back. Today, Zach and I are going to talk about got. 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 That's it, just got. We're never going to say the true name. <laughs> just the acronym. <laughs> like, I got it. Like, yeah, oh. welcome to the official Game of Thrones podcast for the, uh, for the Just Browsing show. So, my co-host young matthew just recently watched game of thrones in probably one of the most rapid time frames that anyone has ever consumed that show he had never seen it as of literally what a week and two days ago i had to be prepared for the episode all right so i did my homework (laughs) to get prepared and uh he i gave him my hbo login and he started episode one Super Bowl Sunday and is now done with the show and it's been a week and a couple days because we are now he finished it Tuesday the 16th and we're on we're on the 18th now so weekend yeah just basically made some absolutely remarkable time the weather here in Colorado was like negative that is true so I didn't have reason to go outside yeah you you got a pretty good uh you got a fortunate roll of the dice weather wise because it was just like negative degrees outside and snow and it's a pretty good excuse to just stay inside and watch movies and tv shows so but anyway I guess I'll say this up at the top Spoiler alert for anyone who wants to dive into this episode right. who has not seen the show or read any of the books because we will obviously be covering lots of spoilerific stuff about the show. But to anyone who has seen the show, welcome and get ready to talk some Game of Thrones with us. Get ready to go home and rewatch the entire series. Yes. Because <laughs> I've already started planning out rewatching the series. Well, and we... So me and Taya are planning on rewatching the series as well. So we were actually, I'll just kind of give you the background of like how we got into it. We were way late to the party. So like Game of Thrones, I think it started in 2011 is when the show first came out. And Sam had seen it and a bunch of my friends had seen it since like season one, like from the beginning, they had been watching it. And so come, I think it was like 2018 I think they were all the way done with season seven at that point, and we had never seen it. And finally, we watched it, and we just binged the whole thing kind of like you did. It took us a lot longer. It took us probably a couple months, but (laughs) we binged from season one all the way through season seven, and then we had to wait like one year, basically, for season eight to come out, because I think it came out in 2019. And it felt like forever for us to wait, but then I kept having to put it into perspective and go, man, the people who have been watching this show as it's come along. Like, they saw season one eight years ago, you know? Like, we saw season one just two months ago, so it's all still fresh in our minds. So anyway, that's kind of how we came into it. And then we have since, when season eight came out, we restarted it, rewatched the whole thing, and then then watched season eight as it came out. And then since then, I have since started the books, and I'm now on book four. I started the books, like, late last year. Where where does book four put you in terms of, like, the season. Yeah, so that's what I was going to talk about too as part of the episode. So, book 4 is called A Feast for Crows, and I'm I'm pretty sure the books for the most part almost go season by season like the events of the book you could correspond with a season of TV. So, book 1, A Game of Thrones is like season 1 events. Book 2, A Clash of Kings is like season 2. Book 3, A Storm of Swords, season 3. I'm on book four, A Feast for Crows, so we're talking like season four. I don't know. I mean, I was going to say, I don't know if you can remember season four, but that was three days ago for you. So <laughs> That's a really long time. Let me... Let I, I want to say season four 
Okay, so Ramsey Bolton has Dude, control of Winterfell and all that kind of stuff, and Stannis Baratheon is taking his army and trying to take over Winterfell. I think it's like I, I'm not quite there in the book, but it's leading to to like those events. So it's kind of like that area of the show. And um, Daenerys Targaryen is in Marine. She's still in the East. You know, she's taken over a couple of these cities and she's freed all the slaves. Um, I'm trying to think what else. So Arya just landed in Braavos. She's about to go study with the Faceless Men. You know, the Many Faced God. Bro, what a fucking great plot. <laughs> so fucking cool, right? So that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, there's obviously a lot that's going on because there's so many different characters. But that's just kind of off the top of my head, kind of where everything's at, where I'm at in the books right now. So I'll, I'll give you a little primer too. Like book three was my personal favorite thus far. Obviously, I'm not done with the series, but book three, A Storm of Swords, was my favorite of the series so far. It was fucking awesome. So in book three, lots of crazy shit happened. You have the Red Wedding is in book three with fucking where Rob Stark gets Dude, killed. What a, devastating. Fucking yeah. devastating. Joffrey gets Fuck poisoned. Mr. Filch. Joffrey gets poisoned at his own wedding. Then they have... See, so that happened in season four of the show. Oh, okay, okay. So that's in book three. So it's like, it's not exact, but relatively close. Right. So I think book three probably is like season three and four-ish. Um, so yeah, there's the mountain versus the viper fight. There's a there's the battle at the wall where like John is helping the members of the Night's Watch defend against Mance Raider and all the wildlings attacking the wall. Um, I'm trying to think Traitor. what else happens. Um Tyrion ends up killing his dad, Tywin, and escaping with Varys at the end of the book. And then the very last chapter of the book, Peter Baelish pushes Liza Aaron out the moon door in the veil. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember that part? Yeah, yeah, So that's kind of how book three ends. So that's where I just left off. And I'm about 200 pages or so into book four. Get going. Dude. You're slacking, bro. It's so amazing. Like, I, I told Taya, the only reason why I don't want to restart the show right now with her is because I want to get through the books first and then go back into the show. And it'll be kind of interesting watching the show having read the books now because I'll have a totally different perspective. Because from what I've heard from uh, friends of mine who have read the books, and my dad's actually read the books as well, the books do diverge a little bit from the show. Like there's certain characters that just aren't ever in the show. There's like big plot lines, I guess, that they didn't never included in the right. show. So there's a lot of stuff in the books that he's included that we're you know as as book fans everyone's kind of waiting on what that conclusion is going to be and it's kind of interesting we can get into this a little bit later after we're done talking about the show a little bit but the books are up to book five is is the most recent one that's been released that's called a dance a dance with dragons or a dance of dragons uh i think it's a dance with dragons and that came out in like 2011 and so he's he's it's a planned seven book series He's done five so far, but it's been so why would we a decade. It's been a decade now since he's released the last book. So everyone's eagerly anticipating book six, but no one knows when that's going to come so out. So he's going to release book six, and it's going to be the true end of the show. And then they're going to be like, all right, season eight, scratch it. That's, we're, we're coming in now to, to so, true season eight. Exactly. So that's what like a lot of the online chatter, which is kind of what I was telling you before you started the show, which is like just... Go into it with an open mind, but just know that everyone hated season eight. <laughs> and I think a lot of the online chatter is basically everyone was upset at the way 
not necessarily the way the story wrapped up, but how quickly it wrapped up it and how many, like yeah, how many boom, subplots got kind of abandoned and never resolved and all this kind of stuff. So I think everyone's looking to George R. R. Martin, who wrote the books, to give them the real satisfying right, finish conclusion. your story. Yeah, yeah. So it's that's kind of where the saga's at right now, and it's it's kind of funny. I imagine I can only imagine the position that he's in where like he 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 writes this series right and he's like halfway through it or whatever they make hbo makes a show out of it it becomes this like global phenomenon and then they pass where he's at in the book so then he's faced with like okay they're probably coming to him asking for advice of like hey where is all this going like where are these characters going to end up and he Wants to tell them, but like doesn't want to give away all his secrets, you know? Right, because he's still because he's still writing his own version of it and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of tough, but they just worked at a faster pace than he did. Right, and you know he's he's almost like painted himself into this corner where this story has become so fucking big and so many people are invested in it that like if he doesn't deliver a satisfying conclusion, everyone's gonna hate him, just like they hate the guys who did the show, who right. who did season eight that everyone hated. So. It's really interesting. It'll be super fucking interesting to see what happens with book six and if we ever get book seven. I don't know. I mean, well, he's kind of an older guy now at this point. So on book seven currently, to exactly. Where he just releases book six or like book six is going yes. to publishing right now and book seven. Yeah, and the editing stages yeah. or whatever. That's so. what that's what I'm hoping and that's what everyone else is hoping too. Is he's just been writing them both at the same time and he's going to go okay this year book. Six is coming out next year. Book seven is coming out. They're both done. Everyone relax. It's you just all I know is year. this show was just created off like sex and drinking wine. Yeah, it's basically sex, drinking wine, and like and stabbing people and cutting heads off. All based on some <laughs> incestual couple. Yeah, that doesn't want to tell people that they're. <laughs> King is a so, fucking fraud. I guess let's kind of start. I was so happy when Joffrey died. Oh, oh. fuck that guy. So, okay. And it was such a good death. <laughs> Hang on. Let's let's back up. Let's back up. So before we dive too much into it, what were your thoughts? I want to get your thoughts. And now that you've binge watched the show in like four milliseconds, what did you think? So again, they wrapped it up too quick. There was a lot of plots where I'm like, well, wait a second. I wanted to see more of this. Yeah. Like Cal yeah. Drago, I was like... This is be like he'd be like an epic character to kind of follow through more than just like one episode and then he fucking dies. It's like, well, wait a second. He's barely in that show, right? So like, I wanted to watch him. You know, they talk about how being the call and everything is like, you know, he could literally rule the world. Yeah, and then he just fucking dies, and it's like, mm-hmm. well, wait a second. Let's and stop here. And the baby that Daenerys was supposed to have that was Cal's was supposed to be, right. you know, the, the, what is it? The guy who, the stallion who mounts the, the world yeah. or whatever. So he was supposed to be like the prophesized, you know, I mean, ultra badass for the Dothraki or whatever. So and then like, obviously that, there didn't were happen. certain things like that. Like I did not like that. Um, Khaleesi died the way she died. Like, okay. Just really fucking random. Like it yeah. was just. So we'll, I'm just gonna jump into season eight because it's okay. the most fresh. I was gonna say start wherever you want, dude. I'm just, like, I just want your thoughts. I just want to see what you think. Jon Snow kills her in front of the fucking. Well, it's not Jon Snow. It's I don't even know his fucking name. Aegon Targaryen. Yeah, I know it's Targaryen, but I couldn't. He's the heir to the Iron Throne. Right. <laughs> so he just kills her. And right. I'm like, because she's gone like kind of crazy. Right, she she pretty much became the Mad yeah. Queen and yeah. burnt yeah. down all of her people. Right, and then was right. just slaughtering them in the streets. Yeah, and I'm sitting there going, "We just went from 
zero to a fucking thousand. Mm-hmm. They sounded the bells and everything, and I'm like, all right. Uh, like, in my head, I legit thought, all right, one, she's either going to just, like, blow up this entire fucking all of King's Landing. It's just gone. Or two, she's going to be a good queen, and then, like, who knows where the ending is going to go from here. And all of a sudden, she just takes off, like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. It just destroys the whole city. And everyone's yeah. like, run! Get out! And I'm like, oh, no! Oh! So many innocent people die. Yeah, lots. And she finishes, lots she's like, oh. And the Unsullied are like, oh, yeah. <laughs> So and Jon Snow's like, why? So I think you just hit the nail on the head for one of the main, one of the chief complaints for season eight that a lot of the fans had was basically, you know, we're okay with Danny ending up as like a mad queen and her going crazy, but it just happened so quickly. You know, there was no time to develop like her starting to feel betrayed by all these people and feel like the throne's being taken out of her reach or whatever, you know, feeling like she's come this, this far and she might not get it and all this kind of stuff and all this anger of her entire journey just boiling over. Like, that's fine. But why couldn't that have happened over the course of the next, like, couple of seasons? Like, they could have easily oh, made yeah. ten seasons of this. Well, like, one... Or more, you know? So, one of the, obviously, one of the main characters is Jamie, Sir Jamie and his sister. I don't mm-hmm. know his sister's name. Like I said, Cersei. I, I Cersei. was introduced to every name in, like, 30 minutes. So <laughs> You basically watched a YouTube recap right. is how fast you watched it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the way they die is just not epic. Yeah, it's like, not. It was not satisfying for her being the super bitch of the fucking world. Right, for a long time, for like for seasons. Yeah, pretty much since season one. Yeah, they just die from bricks falling on them, and then right. when their brother find the imp finds them underground, there's like three bricks he has to move to see. Them. I'm yeah. like, Wait a second. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, and nowhere else under here decided to collapse. So to touch on that same subject too, what did you think about the whole? Jamie leaving Winterfell and leaving Brienne of Brienne of Tarth and then going back to his Sir sister. Brienne of Tarth. Yeah. Um cuz I personally fucking hated that. It kind of like undid all of the character development that Jamie Lannister went through throughout the entire show. Right, cuz you actually see him changing yeah, through he, the whole he show. Yeah, he changes and, into and like a, a redeemable person. Yeah. I mean, I agree like I It's really stupid. You just saved the world. If you didn't go up there and fight and you didn't help, or like right. all those people they, didn't fight yeah. with you and risk their lives, you were going to get slaughtered. Right. Just at a later date. Yeah. And, which probably was going to be a lot quicker than everyone thinks. Right. And yeah, he's just, just like, ah, I'm going to go fuck my sister. Yeah, he's like, okay, I just helped save the world. Now I'm going to go back and fuck my sister again. Like, And everyone, okay. and <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That whole family's all fucked. Besides the imp. He was the most rational person. So, do, do you like Tyrion? Show. I do like. He's Tyrion. one of my favorite characters in the entire series. He's I great. like him because he's got that like comedy. He's like the yeah. comedic character, yeah. and then when he becomes serious, though, he's like, you know, it was like true back in the day where if you had a birth defect or, or something, yeah. you know, people just looked at you as subhuman, right? Yeah. And they like really played that out in him, and he was like, my sister, my brother was the only one that ever loved me, and right. he kills yeah. his own dad, and yeah. he's like. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. And he's like, I got to get out of here. And yeah. He like yeah. bails. And- yeah, Tyrion was one of the characters that I, from the get-go and throughout the entire series, had the most sympathy for. Because really, yeah. he was the only one who was not just at his core a vicious piece of shit, you know? He's just like, yeah, he liked fucking hookers and being rich and being part of the Lannister, the Lannister you know, house. But it's not like he's Cersei or... 
no, Tywin he, he has like no or power. Jamie. Like he has yeah, he's not malicious in any way and everyone yet everyone just shits on him all the time. From right. the time he was well, born. Well, because he killed their mom. Right. And, and they make it seem like it was his yeah, fault that he for was being born. born. Yeah. Like he that's his, his whole thing is like his own sister this whole time has been like you killed my mother. And he's like, I was just born. Like, she what did my you mom want me too. to do? Yeah, it's my mom too. His dad's like, you killed my wife. It's like, yeah. bitch, you fucked her. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get her pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I didn't create myself. Do you think I asked for any of this? I'm not the spawn of God. So, I, I, I've i always loved Tyrion. And he's a really good character in the books too. Like, he's almost more likable in the books. It I, seems. Just, I just like how he... I'm not going to use the word honest because no one in the show was honest. Yeah. No, no. There's not like hardly any single person in like the show was honest. Totally honest people. Yeah. And if there was, then point them out because there were lies everywhere. And I started catching on to that like in season one. I'm like, everyone's just going to lie to each other. And it was just like lie, 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 lie. And I was like, it's all a big. I'm never going to believe a word. It's all a big like political game. It's really like how, if you've ever seen House of Cards, I don't know how much of that show you've couple, ever seen, but. It, it literally reminds you of, like, Washington, D.C. and, like, backroom dealings and, like, you know, right, you under the table the, like, handshakes and all this kind of shit. That's ha- like, all this ruthlessness of how politicians are today, but, like, just put swords in their hands, you know? Like, that's exactly what it is back in the day, you know? Like, so... I mean, it was good. It was fun to watch. Yeah. So, I guess you're, you're kind of... Not really far enough removed from it at this point to like put it in your all time rankings, but where does this go for like all time shows I mean, that you've seen? Right now it'll go third on my list. Okay. It'll jump over Sons of Anarchy. Okay. But it's still gonna be below like the Band of Brothers in the Pacific and okay. the office. I mean that did, that doesn't surprise me. But again, if I could sit here and binge watch this to where like it was like the office for me, I've seen it thirty eight thousand times. Yeah. It would probably it could jump over the office. See, for me, it's in my top five. I don't, I don't know I exactly it's, where it's, it's at, top but it's, three it, it's me, in my so. top five. So, And I don't know. I, I guess maybe I, I won't go into that because I'll save that for our TV show bracket podcast series that we're doing. Well, which, by the way, for all you listeners out there, tune into that series. <laughs> but speaking, speaking of that, and this was a thought while watching this whole thing. Okay. And I know there's been discussions about it, but I don't know like how true they're going to be. If Lord of the Rings didn't make three movies, but they made a HBO made a TV series on it, yeah, it would have been so much better. Now that I think back, on so it. there is, and I think we may have talked about this it's on, on some, Amazon is the one on that some has episode, the rights, apparently. right? Yeah, right. so Amazon is is currently in production of making. I don't know, like in production, but in the process of making and developing a Lord of the Rings show. So I think what they want to do is create like their equivalent of the HBO Game of Thrones show. You right. know, like so they, it's they not going to be something what we've already seen. It's going to be... Yeah, it'll be it'll stuff. be different stuff. Because I think the same thing goes for... You know, and we talked about this when we talked about Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones. Like, the worlds are so massive and there's so much lore and history and all these different characters that you don't have to just continue to tell the same stories over and over again. You can pick up at different points in the timeline or different areas of this world. So... There's a bunch of lore and stuff to explore in the Lord of the Rings Middle Earth mythology that they don't have to be covering, you know, Bilbo and Gandalf and all right. the characters that we're already familiar with. You know, they can just do other stuff. Now, I'm not very familiar with the Lord of the Rings stuff beyond the movies. I haven't ever read the books or anything, so I don't know exactly all where I, they're going to take is, that. But all I know is there was like 
the movies uncut could have probably been like seven hours and we still would have been missing things. Like that's how detailed and every movie would have had to been seven plus hours. Yeah, well I think and we the, still would have missed things. I think the uh like unedited like director's cut ones are like four hour long movies. Like oh, yeah. all of them. <laughs> and same Not thing sure. same thing goes for the Hobbit movies, I think. So oh, like yeah. the when you watch the theatrical cuts and they're like three and a half hours, you're getting like a short version. The, the of difference is though the Hobbit's one book. Right. Lord of the Rings right. actually is three It's three books. different books. Right, right. So, like, The Hobbit, they split up into three movies. Yeah. Which, had they done that with Lord of the Rings, it would have yeah. been three different... Yeah. It would have been a fucking saga Yeah, of, it would have been like Star Wars. It would have been yeah. like nine movies or something. Yeah. But it would have literally been the same characters in all of them. Yeah, yeah. But, going back to Game of Thrones... Right, right. It made me think that Lord of the Rings could have made a show like that. Oh, for sure. Fucking Which, insane. by the way, I guess while we're on the topic, are you going to tune into that if Amazon does oh, come yeah. out with the Lord of the Rings show? I, I for sure am. Until I, mean, I get disappointed, then I'm like... Yeah, I mean, obviously I want to see watch the movies. what it looks like when, once they start releasing trailers and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, Amazon is the type of company that has the type of money right, to put into money. a show like that where they can make it the right way and make it good. So, I'm excited for that. That sounds fucking awesome. I mean, who knows if it's ever going to reach the level of Game of Thrones, but, you know, we'll see. I feel like they just need to go for their own Yeah, try own and do your thing, own thing. Because you, you can't match, like, a Game of Thrones type. I mean, sure. if there's one thing we've realized, and, and you and I have talked about this on this podcast before, if there's one thing we've realized with Hollywood, it's that you can't emulate the best and, and think you're going to equal that success like right. how many times have other franchises start started to build their own shared universe to try and emulate what marvel's doing and just failed you know oh, like they're just you're DC's, not gonna do it you're like dc just pushing yeah. out fucking justice league like guys you, you just like you're not quit trying to be marvel you're just not gonna be marvel it's like trying to be mj you know what i mean like you're not going to reach that level mj's fucking mj just try and be your sure own player you know what i mean so that's how I feel with the Amazon show. Like, just make a good show, make a good Lord of the Rings show, and if it ends up being as big as Game of Thrones, then great. Right, you built it like right. authentically instead yeah. of. But don't expect like season one to have Game of Thrones numbers and Game of Thrones interest, you know, because it's just not going to happen. That that show took years to gain uh, the level oh, of yeah. interest well, that it had. Sp and speaking prior that, to that, it had book fans. You know, it had like thousands, if not millions, right. of book fans before the show even came out. So, so season season one of Game of Thrones, the most watched episode was episode 10 so the final one and it had 3.04 million viewers okay now the final episode of the series had 13.61 holy viewers. shit dude season eight was a huge deal when it came out <laughs> which is the 73rd episode yeah so it's also very interesting to sort of watch the the meteoric rise of interest and chatter online about Game of Thrones leading into and during season eight, and then the just total collapse of all of that activity. Like, it was, was just so over it. It was the most talked about show online anywhere on all of the social medias, on Reddit, on like anywhere. You just went to Google homepage, there was news articles popping up about it. Everyone was talking about Game of Thrones. And then as soon as season eight ended, like it just died. Like you have to actively seek out Game of Thrones stuff now online. I mean, it's not that hard to find, but you have to kind of like actively seek it out and go onto Reddit and right. go to like a Game of Thrones subreddit or something and start looking at stuff if you want to read about it. But when it, when season eight was coming out, that was not the case. It was like the biggest thing in pop culture. So it's been kind of interesting oh, yeah. to see what happened with that, where the you know, the last season comes out and everyone was so disappointed that 
um, everyone's almost like boycotting the show at this point. You know, it's really weird. But I mean, HBO doesn't give a fuck. They're like, we have all your money already. Well, anyway. HBO's like, sitting there going, we'll remake season eight for right, you. Yeah. We don't care. I don't care. Like they're they're already making. They planned. I don't know how many prequel shows. I think only one right now is actually in development and moving ahead. It's called like House of the Dragon. It's supposed to be about the, the Targaryens and, and stuff way back in the day. So well, dude, they made themselves seem like the whole world's been at war. Like you know, every house has been at war, and it's like so. You truly are setting yourselves up to have forty different subplots, and then it just like ends. Yeah, like so, a Targaryen's been living with a Stark this whole time, mm-hmm. and the whole entire show was pretty much, from my understanding, was based upon Jon Snow's mom, who is. Um, you can do it. Why the fuck can I? Think <laughs> you can do it. No, his fucking mom's brother. Um, Boromir, you know, I'm just gonna say Boromir because <laughs> oh, from Lord of the Rings, yeah. good pull, good pull. Ned, Bor- Ned Stark, Ned Stark, Ned Stark. fucking yeah. Ned. I was thinking Ted the whole time. I'm like Ted, nah, it's not Ted. <laughs> it's not Ted. Ned Stark's sister, right? And the fucking um, Targaryen. I don't know his first name because he wasn't important. Is well, he was important. He, he was, was very important. Rhaegar. So it was Rhaegar, and that was uh, Khaleesi's oldest brother, right? Yes. So that was yeah. Khaleesi's brother, because she had her brother Viserys, who's, who's in the show, real who's, who's a fucking bitch, yeah, and gets the real the golden crown melted over his head and stuff. Dude, so what that's, a death. That was yeah, an epic death. Pretty, happened, pretty epic death. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> pretty fucking Great epic death. death. Great death. Um, so, yeah, it's it, Viserys, Daenerys, and Rhaegar were all related, and they right. were all... Children of the Mad King, who was Ares Targaryen, right? And then yeah, so Rhaegar, her brother, who is dead before she's even born, right? He married in secret Lyanna Stark, who is Ned right. Stark's sister, right? And then they had Jon Snow, Jon Snow, and then AKA that's when, Aegon Targaryen, right? And that's yeah. when Ned Stark saw her on her deathbed, right? And the whole rumor was that. She was raped and then murdered. Exactly, which is and what started the Robert war. Baratheon's rebellion. Right, which with got Ned Stark. with Ned Stark when they overthrew Aerys Targaryen, the Mad King, and all that. Right. So that's how the whole thing started. Yeah, and and I'm sitting there going, this whole thing could have been done had Ned just been like, Nah, I'm not gonna go to war with you. The whole fucking thing, the rebellion would have never happened. The whole thing would have been done. Well, so thanks a lot, Jon Snow. So hang on, put yourself in Ned's shoes, because I, I told Taya this, I tell her this all the time. Like Ned Stark is a real one. Like that dude, he's the he's the only honest person he, in this. Show. Talk about keeping a fucking secret. That guy kept the ultimate, like world changing secret till his fucking deathbed. Didn't tell a soul. Well, I mean, you say to didn't his tell deathbed, his wife. He literally didn't went tell his into a rebellion son. and war because of it. Yeah, well, sorry, I had to take a sip of water. So what I what I was gonna say is, put yourself in his shoes. So he thinks Lyanna has been kidnapped by Rhaegar and basically right. raped. Robert is supposed to marry Lyanna, and Robert is like his best friend, right? Right. So he's like, I'm gonna go to war with you and overthrow this king because fuck him. And then he comes to find out. Oh, my sister actually wasn't kidnapped and raped by Rhaegar. She was in love with him, and they got married. And this is their true-born son, making him the, the rightful heir to the Iron Throne. Because right. there's no more Targaryens left that that they knew of at the time. And even 
Well, but he was the oldest brother too, right. so he's yeah. got the rights, and then it goes to You're, his. It goes to his son, son yeah. So like Viserys and Daenerys don't even matter, right? It, it would go there to John, who is Aegon, yeah. So, um, but then so he's faced with that. He learns this, but at that point, it's too late. Robert's rebellion's already in full swing. They've already basically overthrown the Targaryens. Rhaegar Targaryen's been killed by Robert Baratheon, thinking that Rhaegar kidnapped right. his his wife to be and raped her and all this kind of stuff which was not the case turns out and instead of you know he he's he gets confronted with this knowledge and you know then Robert Baratheon by overthrowing the king becomes king himself right. and so what's Ned supposed to do go oh by the way best friend in the whole world who I love like a brother um, actually, you're not the rightful heir to the throne. It's this my nephew. My John nephew Snow. is yeah, like he's my bastard son. Right, and also you, my sister, who was supposed to get married to you, wasn't kidnapped and raped. She was actually in love with Rhaegar, and married. they're actually married. So he's the true-born son. Like, sorry about that. You know, like <laughs> let's go to war. What, what was what was he supposed to do? You know, and then he literally never tells a soul. Doesn't tell John, doesn't tell his wife Catelyn, doesn't Dude, tell his, literally anyone, doesn't wife, tell his brother. You can tell he he was keeping that secret to protect John the whole cuz they you would they would have killed him obviously. Right. But his wife hated John. Well, she and like, never wanted him to be Absolutely. There. Despised John and hated Ned because she thought that was Ned's bastard. Right. And then never had a So bastard. talk about not only keeping the world's biggest Ned, secret. Ned, you're a real man. But pretending that Literally making up a lie that you had fucked someone who wasn't your wife and fathered a bastard, and then now you have to go back and live with your wife, thinking the whole time she's thinking this is your actual bastard kid. But like the whole time you're going, no, it's not. It's the heir to the Iron Throne. It was my sister's kid. I'm just trying to do. I'm trying <laughs> to take one for the me. team here, guys. Ned was a fucking real one, dude. Ned Stark was the best. And then there's Joffrey who decides to behead him. <sighs> Fuck Joffrey. I texted you when I watched that episode when he got poisoned. I was like, nice wedding, bitch. <laughs> Dude, so satisfying that he died that way. Dude. Oh, my God. Just what a what a sick, vicious, corrupt little kid who who had who was literally thrust into the most powerful position in the world. For being an you know? inbred, non-rightful right. heir to the throne. Right. Whoever thought that he looked anything like his quote-unquote mom and his quote-unquote dad. Right. Was I'm, I'm like no, <laughs> I no, love how no no. It is kind of funny how in that world of Westeros, obviously it's like sort of it'd be the equivalent of like our history's medieval times and all that kind of stuff with like horses Which and swords. Would and be all fun that kind to of go stuff. back and like live in a month or so of like just to just see, see what, what it was the fuck like. it was like. Yeah, exactly. But like Wait it's so funny to fly over. You know, if this was let's say we ran the president of the United States like they did in Westeros, where it's like a lineage thing. You know, like you, it's all in, in certain royal families and it's all lineage. And there was this situation where, like, half the people were like, hey, this Joffrey guy doesn't look anything like his dad. What the fuck's up with this? And they could just do a DNA test and be like, oh, turns oh. out he's actually an inbred, <laughs> incestuous offspring of that has zero rights the queen the and throne. her brother, who has zero rights to the throne. But, you know. But in, so is his younger brother and his sister. In, in Game of Thrones, they have no way to know that. Like, there's no way to prove it. So they just go, hmm. He has blonde hair. His dad had dark brown, brown hair or whatever. He's a fat, ugly dude. This is weird. He has blue eyes. His dad didn't have blue eyes. You know, they just have to be like, I guess, I don't know. Maybe he has more of his mom in him. I don't know. <laughs> dude, the whole thing about that, I'm like sitting there and I'm like, 
How do like I get you know like you said back in medieval like people might not catch on to it, but there are a lot of smart people back then. I mean, if you go back and you look at history, and this is kind of like a little side tangent, there's so much important shit that was found during that time. Oh yeah, that like They're I said, really there and I smart go, people. You could definitely tell that wasn't the offspring of him and her. Right. <laughs> but no one wanted to say anything because he would just fucking have you beheaded. Exactly. Or yeah. Hung or poisoned yeah. or he'd shoot you with a crossbow or God, fucking he was a fucking psychopath, evil, evil piece bro. Of shit. So here's a question for you while we're on the Joffrey topic. Who was more evil, Joffrey or Ramsey Bolton? Ramsey was just like a psychopath. See, I think... But he didn't torture mass hordes of people or make life miserable for mass hordes of people. He had specific targets. True. So he had uh, Theon, who he absolutely just destroyed. By the way, what are your thoughts on that whole Theon thing? I mean, he got his manhood taken from him, so... Yeah, and then just gets tortured and and turns into this, like, dog. Yeah. I mean... My thoughts are, I don't know how you feel about it, but... Yeah, did Theon fuck up majorly? Yes, but did he deserve what happened to him? No, no, I don't think no, I don't de- think anyone. I don't deserves think he deserved that. to be treated the way he was. <clears throat> but I mean, back then, if you're a traitor, or you do something you're not supposed to. That shit's apparently going to happen. Yeah, you, you need to be prepared for some bad but like, shit. Probably. I don't know. You got to remember too that Joffrey used a crossbow to kill. A whore. Yeah, an innocent person, and, basically. Who, who did, wasn't really a whore anymore. Right. She was more or less running the brothel for Littlefinger. Right. Yeah. Whereas um, Ramsey was just like a psychopath to his wife. Would like yeah. abuse her and or what are those? Like a dominatrix type. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. A psycho dominatrix yeah. type person. Yeah. But he had he only did it to two people that they showed, mm-hmm. or I guess you could say three was the girl he like loved, the stable girl or whatever she was. Yeah. Joffrey tortured fucking people. Yeah. He had the guy came in that was like singing, playing like the accordion oh, or whatever. Yeah, and he had, he his, had tongue his tongue cut out. out. Yep. In the middle of like the great hall or whatever, the throne room, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, because didn't he ask him, "Do you want to keep your tongue or your hands or something like right. that?" Right. And, and the did. guy was like. I, Everyone needs hands. And right. he's like, all right. Tongue it is. Tongue it is. Fucking pulls it, just cuts <laughs> it off. And I'm like, just because you didn't like his song? Yeah, because he was offended because that guy had made a song about Robert Baratheon being killed by a boar. Right. And he was like, that's his you know, dad in air quotes. So he was offended by it. My, my position is I think Ramsey is far more terrifying because Joffrey, while he does have the crown, which therefore wields the most power in the land... You you know what you're dealing with with Joffrey like he's a kid you know what I mean right. like you can I mean one on one I would much rather deal with Joffrey right and you can also him. manipulate him a little bit by just playing his game like there are people who are smarter than he is who can manipulate him like his mom and like Peter Baelish and like Tywin right. they can manipulate him into doing what they want him to do because he just is naive and he's a kid Ramsey on the other hand is like a psychotic serial killer who's a grown man who's also a very good fighter. And seems to be just gets off on like torturing people, you know. Well, uh, that's fucking scary. I guess shit to he me. does kill um, the wild. I don't. I can't remember the wildling that was helping the two younger Stark brothers. Um, I think her name is like Osha or something like that. Or I was gonna call her Nymphadora, like that. but that's what her name is in Harry Potter. Oh yeah, she is in She's Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll try and look that up while we're talking. Um, but the way he killed her, I'm like. 
I wanted her to be kind of more important in the show. Yeah, I liked her because she she was she's, one that like changed. She became she's the, the one who helped uh, Bran on his whole journey right. north of the wall and, then and all took that kind of the stuff. The youngest yeah. one, dude. Speaking of a fucking psychopath, I forgot. Ramsey kills. He lets his brother go. And he starts shooting the fucking arrows, and I'm like, just get away. Like, Poor, please. It was just, Rickon, right? Rickon yeah. Stark. Oh. I'm sitting there going, please, just like make there be one Stark alive, like one boy. Dude, that is... he fucking kills him, and then they just leave him there, and they just charge into fucking battle and all this shit, and I'm like, my God. That is the thing. The poor Starks. The first time I saw that show, I was like, God, can they just catch Catch one break? break?" Like, think about what happens from the moment Robert Baratheon shows up at Winterfell and asks Ned Stark to be his hand as king. Think about what happens to that family after that. Ned takes Sansa and Arya... It's just them, right? And then just goes the to King's Landing. He gets beheaded. Sansa gets basically held hostage in King's Landing for years by the As Lannisters the and like psycholo- psychologically tortured. Arya has to flee uh, King's Landing and then goes on this epic fucking quest of just by like way, being off on her own. She's a fucking total badass. Arya is a fucking Nothing bad happened to her. Arya is a fucking savage. But nothing like. But she had a hard road. She didn't get raped or anything like her. And sister. then. Rob Stark becomes king in the north, then gets fucking betrayed at the Red Wedding and slaughtered with his wife and his unborn son, and his and mom, mom gets fucking killed. All of that happens the after... And fucking- Winterfell gets burned to the ground by Theon Greyjoy, and everyone thinks that the two youngest Stark boys have been murdered. But he... And, like, that's why he did that. When, when he burned the bodies, I'm like, it's not them. It's the two farm boys. Like, in my head, like... Yeah. You know, you could tell that was a plot hole easily, like... But I'm sitting there like, dog, I swear. Let me see. I'm trying to find... not where you're supposed to do that. It's really bothering me that I can't remember that while... It, it was Osha. Yeah. Okay. So I was right. Osha was her name. She, she, she's the one who helps them escape from Winterfell and then helps Bran go north of the wall to become the Three-Eyed Raven and all that kind Dude, of stuff. Dude, talk about a fucking... It's a fucking crazy. Crazy story, too. Dude, so I'm very interested to see... Uh, where that storyline goes in the books because I felt like that was one of the most unsatisfying plot lines in the show was with what happened with Bran once he becomes the Three-Eyed Raven. It was like... Well, he becomes king, bro. What is this power that he has and how does it, like... You know, he's kind of like time-traveling and seeing all all this stuff, the past and the future. And there seemed to be some sort of a connection between him and the Night King and that never did really seem to materialize. And that was so, that was kind of disappointing to me. So I think it kind of did materialize. Maybe I caught on something you didn't. But the children, or I think that's what they called them, was the children who created... The children of the forest. The children of the forest mm-hmm. who created the Night Walker, or not, not the Night Walkers, the Night King. Yeah. Because they were at war with the humans. Right. They were the ones that, I don't know if they entrapped that guy or if he was just part of... That group of like the children, yeah. So he became entrapped underneath the tree in the roots, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's how the night or not the night king for fuck's sake, the three eyed raven. Is that what you're the three eyed raven is connected to like the white walkers and shit like that, is because they're the creators of him. Well, I know... Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, I know the Children of the Forest created the Night King. Because there's that whole scene right. where... There's like a flashback scene where they drive this like ice dagger the, into his chest. The dragon glass. He, 
becomes the Night King, and then the whole story is like they created the White Walkers to help them defend against mankind, right. and then the White Walkers got kind of out of control and all this kind of stuff. But I don't remember them being involved with creating the Three-Eyed Raven, but I guess I am misremembering that part. I think he's just part of them. Because they show that okay. that's the tree that it, um, the Night King was created at. Oh, okay. So I think yeah. the Three-Eyed Raven has always been there, but he was part of the children or, you know, mm. he was always yeah. associated all, with them. They're all associated with, like, what they call the quote-unquote the old gods, which is what the Starks right. worship, which the is all these seven gods. all these weirwood trees and all this kind of stuff that's all, those are the old gods. Right. And then the seven are the new gods that, like, everyone in King's Landing and everyone else worship and all that kind of stuff. So the children of the forest are somehow associated with all of those old gods, and so is the Three-Eyed Raven. There's, like, a big connection right. between all of that kind of stuff. So... Yeah, I don't know. I just I was expecting. I mean, it's kind of a loose. I was expecting like a bigger payoff towards Bran being the Three Eyed Raven meeting the Night King at Winterfell. You know, I was expecting some sort of big twist of like. Well, and like they said, they go. The reason they're hunt- he's hunting you is because you hold. You pretty much hold the past. You hold yeah. the memory of man. Yeah, all you, of the you, secrets you, and all of the knowledge right. of all everything, the, basically. So yeah. if we kill you, we kill. Every other human, if if we kill every human being but you, you can recreate society. Yeah. Whereas if we kill you and then we go and wipe out everyone else because they can't flee. Yeah. Then humanity then, dies, basically. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, like, seriously, dog? <laughs> but uh, I think that was like the the main thing with him. But I'm kind of sitting there going, you're going after a guy in a wheelchair. You guys have an army of the dead you guys have your own dragon who's already dead dude how much did you shit your pants when you found out they had a so, dragon on their side okay because <laughs> I, mean, I was like and, oh and my this, fucking god when that happened when I was watching it the first time I was like everyone's fucked everyone's this fucked is, this is no bullshit after seeing that they had <laughs> trolls and shit I go okay anything that dies they can revive right so the dragon died and it went into the water and I go in my head I'm like he's they're gonna have a fucking dragon they gotta yeah, have the yeah. dragon now where they got these fucking massive chains from to pull the dragon out? Of yeah, the that water, part I was, I was kind of like, well, wait a yeah. second. You guys were afraid of the water, yet somehow you went into the water, chained up chained a dragon, it, and, then and dragged, dragged it, dragged out. it yeah. out. Yeah, that seemed like. But like in my too. head, I'm like, they're gonna get this fucking dragon. Yeah. Like, but I'm also sitting there doubting it because why would they go in the water to get right. the dragon when they were scared of the water? Right, right, right. And then they go like, I was like, yeah, I kind of knew that was coming, but. For fuck's sake, now they have a dragon? <laughs> Dude, how fucking nuts was it, too, when eventually he comes flying up to the wall on the dragon and just melts down oh, like a whole section the, of the wall? Oh, cuts it in half. Oh, my like, fuck. Well, oh, shit. I remember, because that's how season seven ends, right? Is with that happening, and then all of the White Walkers pouring through the fucking crater hole that's been left in the right. wall, and like they're marching and Brand, towards Brand goes, Westeros. They're past the wall. Yeah. Everyone's like, wait, what? <laughs> Everyone's like, we need an army to fight these guys. Yeah. Everyone's like, nah, fuck you. Ah, oh, fuck. I really... I'm going to go home and read some more of that book tonight. We're just talking about this is making me so excited to fucking watch that show again. But, yeah, I... Dude, I, I watch I, it again. I can't wait. Hopefully, you know, crossing my fingers just like everyone else that we get George R.R. R. Martin's conclusion. Like, he writes book six and book seven and we get the book conclusion, what he envisions the end of the series to be. Because really, the the ending of the show that we got 
was just the best approximation of what the guys who created the show could do because they had passed where he was at in the books like years ago. Right. So like, well, we're wrapping up our show and here's where we think it's going to end. So here's what we're going to do. And then they did that and everyone's like, fuck you, that sucked. <laughs> well, and I, I've even read that, uh, you know, George R. R. Martin's like, that's not bad. That's not true. Like that's, and everyone's like, well, wait a second. If it's not true, then why are we seeing it? Because yeah. you know that you have those people that are like, this is how it is. It's like, no, that's not how it is. Like, right. you know, it's with like any book turned movie. Yeah. You're missing a lot of details. It's more oh, just yeah. big highlights, mm-hmm. brief, you know, here's a two and a half hour long summary of yeah. 500 pages. Yeah. And so it, it will be interesting if there's truly two more books. That's a lot of time that was missed. Yeah. Well, so I, <clears throat> there's people who follow all of his updates because he has like a website and a blog and stuff and he'll post updates. He'll give updates periodically on like where he's at with the book and everyone basically makes fun of it at this point. He's been saying he's almost done with it for like years now, you know, because like I said, it's been literally a a decade or more since the last book came out. So the latest update supposedly was that he has written hundreds of pages over the past year, but he still has hundreds of pages more to quote, finish the story. So people were kind of taking that to mean, well, finish the story. He didn't say finish the Winds of Winter, which is supposed to be book six. He said finish the story. So does that mean he's hundreds of more pages to get done with book six and seven or just book six? Or like, how's that going to work? So who the fuck knows? Like the guy's been writing, supposedly writing book six for literally a decade now. Who knows how close it is to being? I mean, maybe we end up with, I mean... Pretty much all of the books are a thousand pages or more, give or take. You know, maybe we end up with two books in a row that are like fifteen hundred page long books. Right. You know, like and that the, might the very show well is four seasons too early. Exactly, like that might be very well what happens, and you get all of this extra stuff that is included in his story that brings it to a satisfying conclusion that just wasn't in the show. Which you can't really blame the co- the creators and the writers of the show for not being able to equal that. It's like Let's say, for instance, you and I created a Harry Potter TV show. And, Best show in the world. And J.K. Rowling was only on The Goblet of Fire. Like, The Goblet of Fire had been released. There, we're still, like, three or four books away from the end of the series. And we make up to season four, and we've, we've already gone up to what's been covered in Goblet of Fire. And then you and I have to just start making up what's going to go on to season seven or the eight. story would be epic. I mean, we could do our best, but then we're not going to be as good as what she comes up with. You know what I mean? It's her world. So well, you, you, But why you do can't... we have to rush into it, too? I guess that's it. Well, and, and you got to remember, too, he had to... So it, he's partially to blame because he has to sell the rights to his books to be made into the TV show. Right. So he's partially... And also, blame for... he, he was working as like a consultant with them, and he right. was giving them notes and like pointers on where things were going to end up to kind of give them a, at least a direction to steer towards. Right. So, I mean, some of it does come from him. I mean, they didn't they didn't end up where they ended up just out of nowhere. Like they ended up I mean, that I way because he was kind of pointing them in that direction. You know, I mean, there's eight seasons and seventy three episodes, so there's not even ten episodes a season. Right. They could have easily made each season fifteen plus episodes. Y- yeah, and, for sure. And with that, they they would have been able to make them. You you could have spread the story out a little bit, so it might have been a little slow at some mm-hmm. points. But you would have gotten so much more content. They would have made so much more money. And 
they would have taken it. I mean, because you know, season eight was just released in 2019. <clears throat> yeah. So it would have taken longer for them to release it, which might have allowed them or like him to release the book. Yeah. And then they're caught up, and they're like, okay, well now, boom, we're right where the last book that he's already written's ended. Yeah. Book seven can or book six, whatever he's on, yeah, comes out, and we can just pick right up off of that. Yeah. You know, so like. They're, both parties are to blame, but you have to sit there and you go, you know, if he doesn't like it, he's part to blame. But then the show also seems like they just were like, yeah, we're done. Like, just wrap it up. That's what I wanted to touch on real quick because from all the – that's why people were so mad at – so if you go on to any of the Game of Thrones communities on Reddit – or literally anywhere online, they shit all over. It's David Benioff and D.B. Weiss are the two guys who started the show. They shit all over those guys for how they squandered the opportunity to finish Game of Thrones in a satisfactory manner. Um, But I think the reason why, one of the main reasons why everyone is so upset with them is because... I'm pretty sure it's it's come out since the show has ended that HBO was willing to give them money to do the show for several more seasons if they wanted to. And they themselves, those two, made the decision to wrap up the show. Right. They're like, we'd rather eight. go work on something else that's not gonna yeah. make us as much money. They wanted to go work on other stuff. They like Disney and Lucasfilm had just given them uh, their own Star Wars trilogy, which they have since rescinded. Netflix wanted to sign him to some big deal. They were working on some other movie. They were like, you could tell they were they were on to other right, things. They, they were, they were, they were focusing on other shit. And that's why everyone's so mad. Is it's like, why do we have to get an unsatisfactory conclusion just because you were in a rush to to right. finish this? Because you, you just wanted to move on, right? Like if finish you what you start, if you're done, then just be a showrunner and let other people do the writing for the last right. couple of seasons or whatever. You know, like step back your responsibilities or something. Be like an executive producer. And, yeah, and let other people do it. You don't have to write and direct and create the whole show if you want to work on other shit. You can plenty of shows start off that way, being created and written and directed by someone who then kind of gradually steps back and has less right. and less responsibility and involvement. And the show continues for years right. beyond their involvement. You don't have to be involved you know? in every episode yeah. and write every single like, let's Let the thing be its own living, breathing thing and, and give the fans a satisfactory conclusion that... that it feels earned. You know what I mean? That Those guys probably run a porn site with how much nudity and sex was put in. Like, is there that much in the books? Um, I mean, I know... It, I, there's, there's like, sex scenes, but honestly, not really a lot. Like, there, there's not a ton of that, to be honest. Like, literally every episode, there it was, like, at least one, if not 12 sex scenes. <laughs> and it was just, like... One, one that I can for sure remember from the books is Jon Snow and Ingrid having sex in like that cave mm. Dude, the, I wish she lived longer Ingrid was fucking awesome she was she was a real one but like that one's kind of a drawn out sex scene but like yeah there's not really actually a ton of them from what I can remember right. he, and the, he keeps it moving for the most part and in part. the shows there's just like sex 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 brothel 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 <laughs> yeah. brothel 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 I'm like alright I get there was a lot of brothels back in the day but like th- we could probably get a lot more substance out of this two minute long scene in the brothel with yeah. boobs everywhere Give me some more substance. Yeah. Like, we don't need to see that. So, here's another question for you. I'm just going to keep lobbing questions at you because I want to get your thoughts since you just recently finished it. As a first-time viewer, who are, like, your top few favorite characters in the show? Uh, Aya Stark's my number one. Arya? Okay. Or Arya. I don't know why I said Aya. 
Isn't it Aya? Isn't she called Aya as the guy's name when they cut her hair off to get her out of King's Landing? Well, she in the book she goes by a bunch of different nicknames when she's trying to hide. Now I forget which ones they use in the show, but they call her like Ari and Ari and stuff. Like they don't use Arya her whole name. They keep using. I don't like, know why I'm fucking up names, it, but. but there's too many names in that. There's a lot but of characters. She's like she's my favorite. Arya Stark is your favorite. Okay, that's a um, good. She's a fucking dope character. I like the. We just said her name. The girl that Jon Snow fell in love Ingrid? with, the, Ingrid, the wildling. Yeah, but she, you know, she she had a brief and 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 bright run. <laughs> yeah, quickly. Uh, I liked Daenerys until um, she fucking stay focused. All right, dog. Just go ahead and ruin my house. Uh, until she decided to just kill everybody. Yeah, I was like. She's a good character, you know? And then all of a sudden she's like, yeah, fuck the world. And I was like, alrighty. So it's funny, Taya, like most people like Daenerys a lot. Taya from the jump just did not like her. Because she, her, Taya, and I can totally see where she's coming from. Taya hated the fact that Daenerys was always just like, oh, I'm the unburnt. Like, you should fucking bow down and I mean, worship me. It was pretty and Taya's like, cool. yeah, if someone shoots you in the face with an arrow, you can still die, though. Like, just because you can't be burnt doesn't well, mean you can't be killed. she's three fucking dragons. Yeah, but for the longest time, she had three little baby dragons. Like, what are those Dude, little things? I, I like, you know? <laughs> I like, too, the, the guy that was always with her that died in the Battle of Winterfell, the Longest Night episode. Yes, so um, that's um, uh, Jorah Mormont. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> she's like, those are my kids. He goes... Those are three baby dragons. <laughs> She's like, they're my kids. And you could tell he wanted to be like, they're fucking dragons. Uh, lady, Psycho. they're dragons. I liked him too, though. He was Jorah, a Jorah's a dope character. I like Oh, him. and um, Sam. Samuel Tali? Yeah. yeah. He was fucking legit. And then he steals his dad's sword. Yeah. Heart Spain. Like, Fuck you, dad. Samwell was dope. He's fucking awesome. And then Daenerys was like, yeah, so your dad and brother got a little bit toasty. Down <laughs> a little bit the, toasty. Uh, I kind of melted your dad and your brother. Sorry about that. So you're the uh, heir to your house. <laughs> oh! I think, um, were you a big Jon Snow guy? Do you like Jon Snow? I like Snow? Jon Snow, yeah. John, it's, I, I think he was too loyal to the the Night Watch and the those assholes up there. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he turned on the wildlings. And I'm like, dude, you, you had 100,000 wildlings. You could have easily been fine. Just... Going through the wall. I think um, it's it's when people ask me like who's your favorite character or whatever. It it almost seems like cheating to say Jon Snow because it's almost like who's your favorite character in Star Wars? If you just say Luke Skywalker, it's like all right, Darth Vader. That's not really like okay. Obviously, Luke Skywalker's fucking dope. You know, like everyone lo- loves Luke Skywalker. So he he kind of feels like the Luke Skywalker of Game of Thrones. It's almost like all right. I'm not being very original if I say Jon Snow, although I fucking love Jon Snow. So I'll I'll have to like do like you and kind of go with some side character like Tyrion Lannister. Tyrion Lannister. I was thinking one of like, my favorites. You just for put sure. it in like Star Wars. Tyrion had to have been like Chewy. He's he, so fucking he, awesome. He survives everything. Yeah. And he's like a main character, but he's like a sub main character. Right. He's not one of like the central five basically right, where yeah. he, he's never like in his <clears throat> own position he's always with another like yeah. main character so i i liked Tyrion lannister a lot you know who i fucking loved who was gone too soon r.i.p 
Rob Stark, the king. Dude, in the Rob North. Stark was a fucking I badass. fucking loved Rob Dude, Stark. And the girl that he marries <clears throat> in there, yeah, and like does everything. She's dope with that. too. She was dope too. So, um, actually, I don't know how there that is going to get resolved past where I'm at in the books, but in the books, that actually happens a little bit differently than it does in the show. His wife is not with him at the Red Wedding, and she doesn't get killed at the Red Wedding. She's, like, at one of the other castles that he, he like, left her there under protection along the way back to the twins. And he also marries someone different. Like, that person he marries in the show is not the... She doesn't have the same name. She doesn't come from the same Uh house or anything. It's a different character entirely in the show than he marries in the books. But it's the same sort of concept. But I liked her character a lot in the show. I liked that actress, and I liked her character in the show. And I was just Team Rob Stark, dude. I fucking loved Rob Stark, and he died, and I was the way devastated. they died at the red wedding with fucking. Um, <clears throat> it starts with an L, doesn't it? What, what does the fucking the dude? There's too many names that go through <laughs> my head when I'm thinking about this shit. What, what are you trying to think of? Uh, Argus Filch, you know the asshole that killed him at the red wedding. Frey. Frey. Walder, Walder Frey. Frey. Yeah. Okay. So the Freys, so bad, bro. Fuck They're the such Freys. pussies. Yeah. They're yeah. lucky they have a bridge. Yeah. Because they had to get the Lannister army up there to help them seize back uh, the river River run. River run, yeah. Fucking, I got one, finally. <laughs> I know it started with a river. I couldn't think of the last words, though. That's the thing is there's all these characters. There's castle names. There's, there's castle names, names of rivers. There's, there's family names. Yeah, And then yeah. there's non-family names. Yeah. And then there's wildlings who don't have names. Yeah, and they don't have and houses have and stuff. Names. Yeah. But, dude, they're so bad. <laughs> Fuck fucking, the phrase, dude. The, the Lannisters show up and they go, yeah. And they go. his dad goes, you did what? And he's like, yeah, they all surrendered, but but he died. Well, what? She's really. Just, she's on a new level. Just tonight. getting after it tonight, Luna. Come on, for the love of Christ. She's about to be put in her crate. Should we pause this real quick? No, she's just gonna put in her crate. But, so anyway, fuck but anyways, the phrase. Yeah, fuck the phrase, and they're a bunch of pussies. Yeah, and yeah. they get slaughtered anyways because. Dude, I don't know about you. The next time you watch. Harry, the Harry Potter movies, which is probably going to be like in a week because you're a fucking animal and you watch them I'm all the time. Tell Argus Filch to go fuck <sighs> I was going to say, the next time you see Filch, you're not going to look at him the same way ever again after seeing Game of Thrones. Well, Thales. then I'm going to see Tonks. Well, she dies in Harry Potter too. Spoiler alert. But uh, Tonks, I'm going to be like, no. Who? Uh, the wildling that The o- Osha? Yeah. The same actress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget. So when does she come in in Harry Potter? It's like later in the series, she right? She comes in in The Order of the Phoenix. Oh, she right. shows yeah. up at... And she's... What the fuck is that professor? Is it Lupin? Professor Lupin? She's like his girlfriend. Right. They're dating and they're then they dating. get married right, and then right, they right. have a kid. So I'm right about that. It's right Lupin, the, right? Right. I like Lupin. I, I like Lupin a lot. There's, there's some of the professors in that show, or in, not, not in that show, in those books and in those movies that I, I forget their names, but I'm like, I'm picturing them and I'm like, I like that guy. I just forget what his fucking name is. Because he was also one of the like 18 different Defense Against the Dark Arts Dude, teachers. There's they never, have. they never have the same Defense Against the Dark yeah. Arts teacher. Yeah. There's, there's a new one every year. That was a really weird side tangent we went on on Harry yeah, We were talking about characters. I literally <laughs> almost went into naming all of them, but I was like, we're talking about Game of Thrones, not Harry Potter. But yeah. Yeah. I remember her from Harry Potter. Um, yeah. So I would say like, the two that come off the, like the top of my head, if I'm not gonna pick Jon Snow because he's like pretty much my favorite character, it'd be like Tyrion or Robb Stark. Oh, I also I like a lot of other characters. I also too, like but. the the redheaded 
wildling, the, the dude. Torment. Dude, yeah. He's fucking with the giant hilarious. beard. Yeah. And he's always hitting on Sir Brienne. Yeah, Brienne. <laughs> <laughs> he's always hitting on her. He's always he's, asking about the big lady. Yeah. Is the big lady going to be? Then he got so upset when Jamie took her away that night. Yeah. He's, he's like drinking and she's like, go away. And he's like, fuck. Oh. <laughs> Torment's fucking awesome. But speaking of him. Why was there still the Night's Watch at the end? At the very end? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a very, very big... Like, what the fuck? Because, like, they're kind of not needed anymore. The wall's not needed. Right. Like, the, the White Walkers and the Night King have been destroyed. Right. Although, in the lore of that world, that also happened thousands of years ago. Like, they defeated right. the White Walkers, killed the Night King... And then they came back, you know, thousands of years later. So I guess maybe they're just but potentially the, that might happen again. And they're all of worried the children about had been killed by the White Walkers. Yeah, I, I really don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's another one of those things that people were pointing out about the show. Of like, well, hey, what the fuck is this? You like know? they're like, yeah, open the gate, blowing the fucking horn. I'm like, you guys just fought a war with them. Like you're fucking fine. Yeah. So I guess yeah. What were your thoughts on? I, I feel like I kind of know what your thoughts on Jon Snow going beyond the wall and... Is she fucking for real right now? She is on a whole new level. Jesus. All right. Sorry. Pardon the interruption. Um, it's going to be Luna everywhere in this podcast. Um, him going beyond the wall at the very end and just kind of living with the wildlings and being a wildling and all that kind of stuff. Like, okay, I guess that's his choice or whatever, but... What about like Arya just wanting to like sail off into the sea and find well, dude, out be like, like an explorer I and more storyline behind it like even like Harry Potter they just kind of end and all of a sudden they're like 30 years later they all have kids and they're yeah. they're at platform 9 and 3 quarters mm-hmm. yeah. I'm like wait what happened though like yeah. what happened after you just defeated this massive army what happens after you defeat a bitch what happens after you name your king and it's your Cousin, I guess. Not that also... Brother. Like, there's no storyline after they're like, you're banished to the wall, and then the Unsullied sail to a fucking island. Like, yeah. everyone just disperses. Kind of disperses, like, well, wait a yeah. second. There's, I guess what happens? that kind of raises a good point, too, of, you know, if you put yourself in George R. R. Martin's shoes or J.K. Rowling's shoes or whoever, and you build up this massive story that's all leading towards one road, right? This massive culmination in defeating this one all-powerful enemy. And then you defeat the enemy, and then it's kind of like, now how do I end my story, you know? Right, does everyone it, just like, Does everyone get killed? Does everyone live happily ever after? You know, like, what, what do we do now? Because it's like, and I think that's kind of how all the characters in the show feel after defeating this one enemy. It's like, well, okay, like... Now we have now the the realm the seven kingdoms are in relative peace. We have a king. The six kingdoms. Right, the six kingdoms. They're in relative peace. We have a king. The night king and the white walkers have been defeated. There's peace All right, in the north. Let's let's. It's relatively peaceful. Everyone just kind of I guess go back to your houses right, and hang out. Just, like <laughs> yeah, it's just like no, gone. Yeah, like okay. I guess I don't know what to do. We just go back to normal life now. You know, like there's right. no. No more prophecies to be fulfilled. No more enemies to vanquish. Like it's all just kind of all right. We're good. So well, yeah, we go just, home. just like end like it abruptly ends. They're like, so who should be king? And they're all like, I should be king. And Tyrion's like, Bran. Everyone's <laughs> like, what? 
Well, it's okay. That's another part that bothered me. So I already expressed my distaste at how his storyline as the Three-Eyed Raven was handled. And you know how during that whole discussion, they have that whole court there where they're talking about who's going to be king and who mm-hmm. deserves it and all this kind of stuff. And they like ask him at the end, like, well, will, will you accept being king or whatever? And he's like, why do you think I came all this way? And it's like, so you could see the future and you knew you were going to be king? If so, why didn't you like, I don't know, fucking help us a little bit during our but battle see, against the White I Walkers? I think he like, could see the future. But, he, but by saying that, it certainly indicates like he knew what was going to happen. You know, He goes, well, why do you think I came all this way? I knew you were going to fucking pick me as king. Well, like, if you knew that, then what the fuck, man? Maybe like, he just wanted to throw his name in the hat and he got lucky that day. <laughs> I don't think so. Mr. All-Seeing and kind of, I can see into the past and all this kind of Dude, stuff. That's just I like, don't think that guy doesn't know he's going to be But there's king, also you know? no better person in the world, at, or like at least in that realm at the time, to in Westeros. To, Westeros. Westeros, whatever. Fucking too it's, um, it's pronounced Westeros, man. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but uh, there's nobody better to literally lead the world. Like the guy who could just see everything. The, the guy that can see all of all of history and be like, oh, we failed because we did this. And he we knows failed because we did this. literally the truth of to what anyone is saying right. at any time. So like someone they lies no to one him can and, lie to and him. And he finds out the truth and he goes... So he lied to me, and they're like, fuck Dude, you. Dude, don't you right? like how he had a couple of fucking epic boss move, like, checkmate statements with... One with Peter Baelish, where Peter's, like, handing him the dagger or whatever, and they're, like, talking at Winterfell, and he's like, chaos is a ladder, and he just, like, looks at him, and Peter Baelish is like, what the fuck? Like, how did you know that I said that? <laughs> you were nowhere near me. And then he does he the same know. thing to Jamie, where he's like, the things we do for love. And Jamie's like, what? <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? How do you know that? I, I love I love those little moments where Brand's just like, yeah, I know lots of shit. By the way, dude, it's just epic, just epic. Fucking great show! I'm so glad you watched. It's fucking it. phenomenal! <laughs> it's phenomenal! <laughs> I'm so glad you watched it. I'm so glad you're finally a part of the club now. Yeah, well, see, when you tell me to watch a show, it just took me getting your login information and giving you me a week or two of time. When I ask you to watch a show, it takes five fucking years. <laughs> You know, you're like, dude, you should see this movie. And then you'll get a text back in three hours. I'm like, dude, that movie was fucking sick. And you'll be like, you already watched it. you be like, yeah, dude, it's fucking zero degrees outside. I had nothing else to fucking do. So I do have plenty of totally valid excuses for why it took me so long. But you're not wrong. I, it literally took me like five years to watch all to of watch the Sopranos. To watch ten episodes. Not, it's, it's. Sopranos is like fucking six about, or seven seasons long. I'm talking long. about Band of Brothers. Oh, okay. Well, I had Sopranos to watch first, too. Maybe that was Brandon who that told Brandon me to watch that. Brandon wanted to watch The Sopranos. And it took me like five years to watch The Sopranos. I legitimately... That's a fucking long-ass time to watch... I legitimately remember having a conversation with Brandon at, on, at, on New Year's like four or five years ago. And he's like, dude, you should watch Sopranos. And I had like just started. I was like two or three episodes in. I'm like, I started it, man. Can't wait to finish it and talk about it with you. And it literally was like three or four years <laughs> later before... Before I finished it. I don't know, dude. I'm busy. I got shit to do. I dude, can't. every time I'm like, Zach, have you watched it? And you're like, I haven't started it yet, but I'm going to soon. And dude, like, it's... Well, what are you waiting for? And you're like, I got to finish this show first. I'm like, dude, you can watch them in between. It's not like the storylines are going to like intersect in your okay, mind. Okay, well, so 
They are though. That's the no, problem. They're not. Hang on. So what other World War Two? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Ends. This is why I, I used to watch multiple shows at one time. I'd be watching four or five shows all at the same time in various stages of their evolution. But I can't do that anymore. I just pick one and finish it, and then move on to the next one because I read a lot as well. So I can't be watching five shows and reading a book at the same time and have like six different storylines in my head with all these different characters to keep track of. Sure it's just, you can. It's overwhelming. There's just, a lot of shit going on. <laughs> or just binge a show, then you're done with it. And you know what, Matthew? I like to devote all of my time and attention to the one story that I'm invested in at that current time. So and do I. totally absorbed that one thing. That's Instead why if of I watch watching one of the 15 Office, different fucking shows I have shows to finish episode 40,000 of The Office. Okay, well there you go. So you understand what I'm saying then? No, but I just binge it. Let's and also, I I'm busy. I have shit I to do. <laughs> You're in quarantine. You shouldn't be leaving your house. Yeah, I'm not, but I work. Fucking five? all the time. What do you do from five till Oh, I don't know. Hang out with my fiance, cook Bro. dinner, do laundry. You know, oh, live oh, life. You sit there and watch the spin cycle? Live life, man. Like, mm, I'm I busy. I got an hour to watch the spin cycle. I'm busy. become a bobblehead? Throw your laundry and you got an hour. Go watch an episode. You would ding, not understand. Ding. You would oh, not understand. Pause. Let me go change the laundry real quick. Oh, I got another hour. Ting. Oh, another episode. You've made your point. Ting, ting. You've made your point. Pause. Oh, I got to hang out with my fiance. What do you guys do? Watch TV. Winner, winner. Not, I'm not getting winner. into this with you right now. We're on a podcast. <laughs> We're co-hosts. I'm not getting into this with you. Anyway, any more thoughts on Game of Thrones? I hope they come out with more. Well, we have a prequel show, supposedly, called well, House I mean, of the like, Dragon. I hope they finish the show better. I mean, it's I don't not, think that's ever going to happen. It's not like I was like super bummed with the ending, like in terms of like, oh, that sucked. But I was like, well, wait a second. Like, there's so much more you could have done. That like, why was it just abrupt? It yeah. wasn't like it was bad. Like none of the episodes were bad. It was just abrupt. Yeah. It's just like, like, like I said, they could have made certain episodes, like the fucking, the longest night or whatever. That could have lasted at least two or three episodes, and they could have made it even more epic than just the one episode it was. Yeah. They could have dragged certain episodes out to where you're like, fuck yeah, I can't wait for the next episode. It's gonna be fucking insane. And they're like. And nope, they're dead. All right, end of story. Next episode, they're going to start by just burning all the bodies. It's like, well, wait a second. We're all fucking dead people go. Yeah. Like, did you notice that? All right. After the fucking epic battle, episode four of uh, season eight starts with them burning all of the, the dead people that they lost. Yeah. So they're showing, like, the important people. If you look around, the whole army of the dead, which is millions of people probably, gone. It's just white snow. Well, like, did, did they, they all just get a bulldozer and did no, they, they just fell? So, but their bodies were still intact, or was it right. one of those things where, like, you know, that's a classic thing in movies where you like you kill the mainframe and all the little robots disintegrate or whatever. No, so did that happen? I can't remember exactly no. what what happened. To all the, the little army like, of the underlings. dead, just, they just fell. Oh, and it was just like his commander guys, like right? It was they were, they were like, like made of the ice or whatever, or whatever yeah. that just shattered like yeah. an icicle. But the whole like army of the dead just like they all just like collapse. So re- in reality, there should be like tens of so thousands. So in reality, there's yeah. right littered everywhere, and they yeah. just show like forty fucking massive bonfires that they're about to light. And I'm like, well, wait a second, where's this whole fucking army you just? Here's fucking another question for you: 
how the fuck does she have so many Dothraki with her when they go to King's Landing? Didn't they like basically all die during yeah. the battle? Well, there's like Winterfell? three that come back. That, there was literally like four. They're like coming yeah. back on their horse and like fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. And they go by and you just hear them, like, <laughs> and you're like, oh, they're here. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone And dies. then all of a sudden when she shows up in King's Landing, she's got like uh, still half an army worth of Dothraki. I'm like, where did all these Dothraki come yeah. from? They all fucking died. So just, did Unsullied. Where the fuck did the Unsullied come yeah. from? So that, that's the, there's a bunch of shit like that where people were like, wait a second. There's just like logical inconsistencies during this season. Like I get it's a TV show and everything. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I'm not sitting here going like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to follow realistic possibilities. But yeah. there's certain things that you're like, well, wait a second. Well, yeah. And all, you know, all I ask is that you follow the rules that you've set forth in your universe. You know what I mean? Right. As long as it makes sense logically to the rules of the universe, then I'm fine. I'm not going to be sitting here going... Well, actually, dragons never existed. You know, I'm not one of those douchebags. Like, okay, I'm watching a show with dragons and magic and fucking ice zombies. I'm, I'm with you. Right. But it's not just, like there was no place for it. Right. But just, if the Dothrakis ride into fucking in the darkness to fight the Night King and his army, and they literally all die, we watch it all happen, and there's like maybe a few stragglers who come back, why does she then just magically have like 50,000 more Dothraki right. at King's Landing? Where were they? Where did they come from? Just Were they just chilling. hiding in Winterfell the whole time? Like, I don't understand what happened there, you know? I don't know. There's a bunch of shit like Dude, that where it's like, what what happened here? You know what else was insane is when at the very, like, end of their, they're like, yeah, we fucking beat him. And the the Night King's like this. He's just like. Oh, yeah. She tries to melt him. Are like coming. No. When he brings all of the people they just fought oh, and killed. Yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. like dead. And they're like, woo. And then he's like. He did, yeah, like, he does the big dick And then all of a sudden they're like... By the way, these are all my soldiers now. And like, when oh, he did that shit. and everybody's down in the... Um, oh, I can't even think of what it's called. In the crypts? The crypts, yeah. thank you. They're down in the crypts and the fucking... All the old all dead the bodies old, start busting you know, out and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ah, you idiots! Why don't you be down there with dead people? Come on! Although you gotta think. You know, supposedly those are the dead... Old dead kings and like lords of Winterfell right. that going back like hundreds of years. How long do bones and remains really stick around? Like, are those I mean, things going to be? If they're mummified, they can last for fucking ever. Like, if they've been down there for a thousand years, is it going to really pose that much of a threat? Like, it's, the bones and shit are going to be so brittle; it's like basically dust. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, you just like slap it, the skull explodes. Like, you know, I, I don't know. But anyway, I, I get it. I get it. But um. Yeah, and one of the other things that I felt like they didn't really capitalize on was Arya's ability to be a faceless man. Yeah, that just and like, like swap faces. Stop. They just they, you you spend like two seasons with her learning how to do that and wield that power, and then she uses it one time to get revenge on the phrase, and that's it. So she never uses it again. I was thinking that whole time, like when she got in that epic fight scene with the other girl or the. You know, the no one. Yeah. I'm like, I really hope I don't see her face up there. Like, that would be the most tragic ending to a character. Oh, you're talking about Arya's face? Oh, fuck. That would have been devastating. Like, I was like, in my head, I'm like, please don't, please don't. And then the guy's there, and he, like, turns around, he goes, he says, like, whatever he says, and she goes, I'm Arya Stark of Winterfell, and, like, walks out, and I'm like, that dude saved your fucking life and then taught you how to be a fucking ninja assassin. Uh, yeah, a ninja assassin and, who can swap and faces. And he's literally like the god, and that's what you say to him? <laughs> I just wish 
there was a lot of like theory and I guess I probably set myself up for failure because I read a bunch of theories that were that everyone had going into season eight and one of the theories was that Arya was gonna kill Jamie Lannister and then go to King's Landing as Jamie Lannister and get close to Cersei and then kill Cersei. Dude, how fucking been epic would that have been? Plot. How fucking epic would that have been? But at that time, we all thought Jamie had turned and was like right. a person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, imagine. Nah, that wouldn't have worked. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine she kills a Nightwalker's like the general or whatever, like his lieutenant. I mean, it doesn't work because they just shatter. Yeah, like, you can yeah, skin yeah. ice. But could you imagine that she fucking like skins ice and, and just pretends to be like, like a general or he's something? Like, and he's like, and, <laughs> and she's like, oh, I saved the world. Everyone's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> oh man, fuck! I miss that show so much, dude. How epic was the Hard Home episode? Hard Home was one of my favorites, where. Uh, the Night King basically first makes himself very known where he wipes out all those wildlings and John has the fight with one of his generals and kills him. Oh, like when they're they on have the beach? To, yeah, and then they have to get in the boat and like flee and then he does the whole thing where he raises his arms yeah. and all the dead wildlings come up. That's one of my all-time favorite episodes Dude. of that show. That that fucking episode is insane. Well, because they're all out. They're like, yeah, we're getting ready to go. And then like, the black cloud comes over the mountain. Yeah. And they're like, fucking run! <laughs> open the gates! Open the gates! And then everyone just gets destroyed. Basically. And it goes quiet. And you're like... Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like... <laughs> and you're like, fuck! Get in the boat! So I had never seen... This is like... That, that season... I think it's like season five. Somewhere in season five. That season was being aired in like i don't know 2014 2015 i was with i was in santa fe living with my uncle doing an internship in santa fe during the summer and those episodes were coming out and my cousin who was there at the house when i when i first arrived in santa fe it was a sunday and the episodes came out on sunday nights and they're like hey do you want to watch game of thrones with us tonight and i'm like sure i've heard it's good i had never seen literally any of that it. was the episode you literally watched. any of it that was the first episode i watched so i sit down and i'm like what the fuck is this, dude? This this show is fucking crazy. And they're like, dude, you have no idea. Have no like, idea. That was the that was my introduction to Game of Thrones was seeing Hard Home. So you can only imagine like what my expectations were for that show going into it. Because well, oh god, dude, you know what else was like? There were some great epic fight scenes, but when the Viper and the fucking mountain, the mountain fought, so dude, great. One the mountain. You know, going into this and not seeing any episodes, I thought he had a much bigger role. Dude did not have a role at all. Yeah, he's not he, really he just, like, in the show that there. much. Yeah. And, uh, well, speaking of that, one of my other favorite characters became the Hound. The Hound. I fucking love that guy. He's 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 definitely a savage piece of shit, but he's kind of a likable savage well, he piece see, of he shit. He sees how Joffrey fucking... Um, like handled himself and he's like yeah. Yeah, fuck this little bitch yeah he, he finally like, just goes you know what I'm I'm on my own and like, if they want to come hunt me great yeah I'll, I'll, kill, I'll, I'll kill literally everyone like their fight scene was fucking epic at the end yeah I like how his only like you knew what you were getting from the hound his only desire in life was to kill his brother yep. that's it that's all he wanted he just wanted all revenge he on fucking his burned his fucking head yeah he's like fuck my brother I hate him <laughs> dude but that whole like the fight with the mountain and the viper if the viper didn't fucking if he didn't get cocky, if he didn't dude. get cocky, could have easily killed him, and like that would have been a good storyline oh, too. Because dude, that would have been great. The the Lannisters in that family, I can't remember what they were fucking their last names. But they oh, the Martells, fucking, right. the Martells, yeah, they hated each other. Yeah, so like that whole thing was like that would have ignited right. some serious shit. Yeah, um, that 
scene in the book is just as exhilarating as it is in the show and it basically plays out the exact same way too Dude, imagine like, dying from having your skull your, your eyes pushed crushed. in and then crushed fuck and then, like literally it's funny I have already seen the show twice by the time I'm reading the book right and I get to this chapter and I'm reading it and there's like a little part of me that's like come on come on you can do it you can do it I'm like rooting for the viper and I'm like I know he loses I already know what happens I've seen it twice I've literally I... seen it twice but yet somehow every time I'm like Come on, he, he can do it this time. He can do it. Like, you got just, it, man. Just don't be cocky. You Fuck, got you it. lost again. Oh, damn it. His skull got crushed. Dude. Oh, so insane. I'm like, nah. Yeah, dude. Fuck. I'm, I'm actually very intrigued to see what happens. I think right around where I'm at in the books, the Martells start becoming very essential to the story. And my buddy at work who has read the books told me that there's a big character and a big subplot that involves Dorn and the Martells that would just was cut out of the show and he's like it makes it very like, a lot of stuff makes sense in the books when you have that subplot and that character that they just totally didn't even include in the show so I'm very interested to see what that's all about I don't know who he's talking about or what plot line he's talking about but Dorn I always thought was a very fascinating part of the story because they're like kind of part of the seven kingdoms but not but really not, you know they're kind of right. like off on their own doing their own thing and stuff and they have a very obviously sordid history with the lannisters and the martells or the the tyrells and all this kind of stuff and yeah dude Oberyn and martell the Vipers savage fucking savage talk about a savage grandma fucking yeah killing joffrey she comes back when she tells jamie that and she's like Oh yeah, I killed him. Yeah. I killed the little fucker. She's like, tell your tell your sister it was me. Yeah, and then he poisons her, and she just grabs him. Like, yeah, is it gonna be painful? And he's like, no. Like he was good. He was a good guy. At that he was trying to be time. good too. And she's like, and then oh, he tells good. his sister. Now, now, now that she drank the poison, she's like, by the way, I killed your bastard son, you little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh shit. And then yeah, he she tells was his sister, and she's like, was she in pain? He goes, no. Yeah. And she goes, well, why not? And I'm yeah. like. <laughs> fucking Cersei. Ugh. God, she was the worst. God, yeah. If I watched that, I might just put like paper over her face. And then she becomes queen and thinks she can rule this shit. Ugh, I know. Because when did she become queen? It's like somewhere in season seven. After maybe. her son commits suicide. Tommen. After she blows up the fucking. She blows uh, up the sept. Yeah. The sept with everybody with in it. With literally everyone in it. And yeah. just sits there and then her son's like, you know what? Fuck this. Takes the crown off and just jumps off the fucking. Uh, <laughs> um. What, not the Red Tower, but the... The Red Keep? The Red Keep. Yeah. Just jumps, and I'm like, well, that's one way to get rid of your I, I felt son. I felt bad for Tommen. Tommen was just kind of innocent, you know? He, he was just being manipulated by a bunch of malicious people, and he didn't know any better. Like Yeah, he was just doing what we was told to do. Yeah. And like, the Sparrow comes in, and is like, you need to do this. He's like, yeah, yeah. you're right. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And yeah. Like, no, 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 we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do goes, that oh, here. okay. <laughs> well, I mean, imagine being like... 10 or 12 and someone being like you're now president of the United States you're like uh I'd be like lit let's get in Air Force One and fly around <laughs> yeah like you don't know what the fuck you're going doing to Vegas. you know like, so, like you're 12 and be like, yeah but I'm the president I think it's so it's so funny how that type of stuff used to happen in our actual history you know places that were governed by by you know um what the fuck do they call those um like a monarchy a monarchy yeah I was looking for the word um yeah, places like countries and empires that were governed by monarchies and they had these specific rules around the lineage and how the power of the king, the kingdom was passed down. 
it would just get passed down. Like if the next heir to the throne was eight, then the king was just eight. <laughs> it's like, um, no one wanted to be like, should we maybe have like a council so, that runs in in you know preparation for him becoming of age and being able to like make his own decisions? Or they're like, nope, this eight year old's just going to be the leader of like an empire the size of millions of people. So that's what speaking of that, say. I just decided I had to look this up. The youngest monarch in history was crowned in 1995. King Oyo of Uganda was crowned at the age of three. <laughs> in 1995? In 1995 was crowned at the age of three. So Uganda still has a monarchy, I guess? Mm-hmm. Apparently. That's interesting. Three. Three. Like, here's our king. Like, um... He's three. <laughs> Dude, they what said, are we doing? They said he literally was just sitting up on this throne playing with toys and ended up crawling off of his throne to go sit on his mother's lap. Wow. I was like... You know, that was one of those things He's ruling your country. I, I thought we stopped doing that hundreds of years ago, but apparently... No, there's still places... Like, I mean, like, think of... Like, you know, there's the... Um, in England, they have, the, yeah. but they don't have power anymore. They're yeah. just like the richest family. Which that is also like maybe even weirder than if they did still have a monarchy because it's like, like she's the Queen of England. They all call her the Queen of England and they treat the royal family like they actually have power, but they don't have any power. It's they're like, just really rich. What the fuck are we doing here, guys? Like, can we not like think about if the United States was run that way? Like we had our three branches of government and we were a democracy but we also had like kings and queens and princes still and we're like yeah he's the prince but he doesn't really have any power it's just a title it's just a title and like he's really famous he's got a lot of followers on instagram and lives in a big mansion but he doesn't really do anything or have any power it'd be like guys can we just get rid of this what the fuck are we doing (laughs) can we just think back to that though that queen elizabeth has been queen for like 80 years yeah how old is she by now? Old as dirt. I, I was actually just she reading in World War Two. I, I was just reading about um, Prince Harry and Meghan. Yeah, um, they're, just, they're expecting their second. Yeah, she's ninety four. Ninety four. Prince Philip, her husband, was admitted to the hospital like yesterday or something, and he's ninety nine. So what happens after that? Because Prince Harry left, right? Like he's no longer part of the royal family. I don't even know why we're uh, talking about this. Why are we talking? Yeah, about I don't know, but. No, um, it's like Prince Philip or something. I think becomes the next like king. There's another one. It it's her oldest son's oldest son. Oh, okay. I think became the heir to the throne. Once those two are dead, which they Once will probably dies. be. When she dies. Oh right, because it's her husband's not her husband's royal a bloodline. Right, he's whatever. he's a prince. Yeah, and he so he can't be king, <clears throat> but. I don't think her son can be king, so it has to be his. As I don't know, it's a <laughs> fucking weird thing. The, the the fact that like they still do that is just strange to me. It's like why are we doing? You guys have basically a democracy, you know? Like what? Why are we still all pretending that these that this like political institution is still in place with any power? Because it, it's not, you know. Like they're just famous people. <laughs> they're just famous. So Charles, Prince of Wales. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Well, teach their own, you know. Good for them. Good for the Brits. Yep, good for them. Anyway, in conclusion, Game of Thrones is awesome. Game of Thrones is awesome. (laughs) If you haven't seen it, we didn't spoil anything for you, so go watch it. Yeah, not a single thing. You you guys will be uh, just, you know, totally 
unprepared for all of the uh, twists Not, and turns. Nothing happens. We just <laughs> lied to you for an hour and a half. Anyway, I'm glad you finally watched it. Like like I said earlier, it's a fucking amazing show, and it's one of my all time favorite shows. And I'll have to watch will... it again and a little slower, just so I can catch on those things that I might have missed. Yeah, but I, I tried to do my homework to be ready for this podcast, so I just had to get it done. Sure. All right. So I'm gonna look up right now while we're talking, because House of the Dragon is the prequel show that is like actually moving forward because they had planned when game of thrones ended they had planned multiple prequel shows but i think a lot of them just got canceled like before, one on every house before they were even in the development stock. and this this one is the the one that's actually going to be a show because hbo is advertising that's going to come out next year and stuff so it's called house of the dragon and i believe this is following the storylines basically in the history of the targaryen house in the books that George R. R. Martin has started, he's written part one of two of a series that's called Fire and Blood. And it's basically the history of the Targaryen house 300 years before the events of Game of Thrones happened. So there's basically, you know, they reference some of that in the show. Aegon the Conqueror right. comes over and conquers Westeros 300 years before what we're seeing in the show happens. And so this is going to cover basically the Targaryen house who was like the ruling house in Westeros for hundreds of years right. before Until the Mad King the Mad King fell. Yeah. So um that will be exciting. I think twenty twenty two is when it's supposed to come out. I have no idea where they're at in terms of, you know, shooting this and all that kind of stuff, but it'll be very interesting to see. So I gave my my dad read the the Game of Thrones series before me and I gave him book one of fire and blood which is the only one that's been released thus far and he's reading through that right now he said it's pretty cool and pretty interesting but i guess it's like very different than the game of thrones series because it's more of like a history i think it's like written from the perspective of a maester who's writing the history of the targaryen mm. house and so you're kind of like learning about the history so it i'll i'll try and get an idea from him what that's about and kind of how it is and i'm, I'm probably going to read that when he's done but That'll be very interesting because they reference a lot of stuff about the Targaryens in that show. And, you know, like the big thing is like, who's the last dragon? You know, it's, is it Daenerys or is it Jon Snow and all right. this kind of stuff? And there's like this connection with the dragons and, you know, so it'll be, it'll be cool to see what the Targaryen house looked like in their heyday with dragons flying around everywhere, you know, where there was like lots of dragons. Could you imagine? That'd be so sick. Fucking crazy, dude. So, yeah, anyway, that'll be fucking exciting to see what's going on. So, House of the Dragon is currently in production from HBO, so that'll be our prequel show that we'll get. So, for anyone out there who hasn't seen Game of Thrones, I don't know why you would be listening at this point in the podcast, but well, thanks anyway. check out House of the Dragon when it comes out for more Game of Thrones content. And for anyone else out there who's watched the show and loved it, you know, you guys got some more Westeros stories coming your way soon hopefully on hbo so that'll be very exciting and i wonder if um i wonder if amazon's gonna beat hbo to the punch with a lord of the rings show before we get the game of thrones prequel show that'll be i'm sure they will interesting to find out i'm super intrigued Orlando Bloom. to see what's going on with the lord Legos. of the rings tv show that'll be fucking crazy it'll be lit so anyway matt and i just decided to do a random game of yep. thrones episode since Matt literally just uh, I did my homework wildly I... went through the entire eight seasons in about 48 minutes somehow. Um, <laughs> Mind control. I'm the three-eyed raven. And, and I'm in the middle of reading the book. So we're kind of both balls deep in Game of Thrones right now. So 
yeah, thought we'd just have a little conversation about Game of Thrones, and I think next time we'll get back to our TV show bracket. We'll do a round of 32. And cover the next round, and yeah, and this show will be discussed this and show in will those be discussed series. So. In the same bracket with Sons of Anarchy, The Office, and Band of Brothers in the Pacific. That's how it happened. Fucking wrecked bracket for me. <laughs> Not my year for March Madness. You gotta make, you gotta make tough choices. So... Anyway, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Go like, rate, review on all the podcast streaming platforms or whatever you're listening to this on. And uh, we thank you for your support. And uh, can't wait to talk to you guys next time. Talk to you next week. Yeah. Bye, everybody. See ya.